reaching up and making the grab. Odell Beckham Jr. Stafford buys time. Protection is good. And so is the pass. Henderson came out of the backfield. Jefferson in motion. Henderson, nice cutback. Stafford rolling and throwing. Caught, caught, touchdown. Stafford caught on the run. Caught, who else? Out of the slot to the right, looks that way, fires that way, but makes the grab at about the 18 yard line. Pass, cut, got it, touchdown. Burrow trying to keep it going, gets spun down, gets it away, and incomplete. It looked like P. Ryan might have had a shot to make the grab, but the Rams now. Running down to celebrate with a defensive play. Guess who? Guess of course. Who? I mean, you don't even have to think about it. Do not even have to think about it. Pointing to the ring finger. Hey guys, welcome to another East Coast Rams podcast. I'm your co-host Ashton. What my awesome co-host here, Zach. How you doing, Zach? Oh man, I, I'm I'm pumped for this episode. Uh, it's something that I've been waiting for pretty much since the end of last season. Uh, we finally get to talk about who the Rams are going to face in the 2023 session. We could put last or season. We could put the last uh, last year's season behind us, and let's move forward and let's keep trucking along. How are you doing, Ashton? Doing good. Uh, got to watch a lot of interesting uh, schedule announcement videos from all the teams. Uh, I gotta say, this year was definitely better than last year in general. I thought a lot of the teams did a lot better. I am not a TikTok guy, Zach, so I wasn't really into the Rams. I'm not gonna say it was bad because that's just not my thing. I can't testify to whether that was good or not. Uh, it was what it was for me. Uh, but I gotta say, the Jags knocked it out of the park for me. I, I love that so much. They did so such a great job. Uh, the Chargers also, I like to watch anime, so I was very appreciative of a lot of the inside jokes in there. I feel like that's going to be the same way some people who are in the TikTok will like the inside jokes there. Some people who don't watch anime won't necessarily get the Chargers video. Uh, but Titans also had a good one. Uh, so... Uh, I would say my top two there. would be, I would say my top two are the Chargers and the Titans. I think those were great. Um, Jaguars, it was, it was a, it was a really well scripted, no, I mean, pun intended um, video. Um, it didn't really tickle my feather. Like, you know, I saw a lot of people did really enjoy it. And so I, you know, I, I got the, I got the humor out of it. It just didn't make me laugh or smile like it did for everybody else, but I thought the Titans was hilarious. Um and then obviously, again, you know, I'm with you. I am an anime guy. Um, I feel like even even the commentaries I did it, like even if you weren't an anime guy, just the 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 style and all the the little things that they put into, you know, an animated version of a schedule right. release. They put Easter a lot year. of time and effort. Yeah, they put a lot of time and effort into it. So um, again, you know, I've said this on, you know, on social and things like that. The LA Chargers are kind of killing it when it comes to kind of branding themselves in the yeah, LA. Yeah, social media. Um, I mean, even the, like, 
even I, I get this even goes to the draft too when the when I know that the Rams didn't have a day one pick, but and the Chargers did, but the Chargers had like this, you know, huge like gathering for fans to to watch this together. And the Rams didn't have that. They had their draft house, they were siloed, they were kind of, you know, they were living their Hollywood lifestyle behind their, you know, guarded, you know, garden walls while the Chargers are trying to like, you know, go to an open food court area and things like that. So um so those, that's just kind of my thoughts. But those, like I said, I think the Chargers and the Titans really killed it for me. Um, everybody else, you know, but like I said, I'm not into TikTok either. So the Rams was subpar. I actually, they just posted a thing this week with Aaron Donald. Uh, did you see that video where um, they were going through his sacks each week uh, against the opposing teams? Um and so I thought that was actually would have been a better uh, video. That that would have been a fantastic video. I think he sacked every team in the NFL but three. But three, two of them are on this season, which surprisingly yep. the Colts. Um, he's faced them at least two times, if not three. We've blown um, out and, the Colts too, and that's the yeah. surprising thing. You think uh, yeah. you would have got a sack during the blown like? Uh, our games against the Colts haven't been necessarily close. I, I guess not, the which, one two years ago was. Well, it was close at the end. It, it wasn't really close until kind of the, at the very end. Um, and then, uh, so, so yeah, so we got that going for us. I thought that was actually a better video and I really wish they would have used that. That would have just been hilarious to watch a team just get every week. You just see a new Aaron Donald sack against that team. I, th- I thought that would have been clever. So, but do you want to go ahead and let's move on to who we're facing on what weeks? Yeah. So with the schedule, uh, they dropped every week, guys. And we'll just uh, go ahead and uh, kind of preview that for y'all. Uh, we're not going to get super into depth. I think uh, in future episodes, Zach, we'll do a more week by week with uh, – <laughs> Uh, we'll do you can say predictions but it's always loose and the season happens things happen like no one predicted our entire team would get hurt multiple times over and over and over last year so add a little grain of salt there with our uh, predictions and stuff like that but we'll do more in depth in future episodes uh these are just our initial reactions yeah and uh, we'll put some nuggets information out there if you don't already know uh, so, in the preseason, I'll kind of group all these up for you, Zach. We face the Chargers and Raiders and Broncos. If that sounds familiar, same exact teams we did in 2021. It saves on gas mileage uh, for the Rams because they will be traveling a lot. Uh, I think they're fifth most in miles this year. So, not as high as they've been, but they're still pretty high. Uh, they're up there. Uh, Zach, I know it's preseason, so like you don't put a lot of stock in what happens in the game itself. Uh, I personally think the preseason, if you have a winning record, should go to like that 18th game if you get home field advantage or not. That's a personal opinion, it should have some weight, but uh, uh, they won't ever do that either way. Uh, are you excited for these preseason games? Uh, do you think it's worth watching, and uh, are you looking forward to watching some Stetson Bennett or uh, some other QBs kind of battle it out for QB2? 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's what we're looking for is because we know the Rams have never put their starters out uh, under the Sean McVay era of putting their starters out uh, during preseason. Uh, so this is going to be a chance for the second, third string on both offense and defense, uh, potential starters. I mean, you're, you're going to have people like Logan Bruss. Yes, he got he got injured during um, preseason. So, you know, you do have those possible casualties as well. But you really get to see what these new draftees, these, um, you know, all the new rookies and things like that, all what, what they have to offer and what they can bring on the uh, on the field um, and play it out as it is. Um, so I do think they are important. They're not important to the grand scheme of how the team is going to be, you know, throughout, uh, you know, all 18 weeks. But, um, but for the most part, this does help you evaluate the roster and who's going to stay, who's going to go. So pretty exciting there. And two of those are technically home games for the Rams too. So uh, those who live in LA will be able to watch those as home games. Yeah, it uh, should provide some entertainment and hopefully uh, satisfy that itch. You know, when it starts getting that time of year, you want football. It's not there yet, but like you want, you're like, okay, I'm finally ready for the season to start again. And uh, that should keep us a little satisfied until week one. Uh, Zach, we play on week one. The Seahawks. I think this is an interesting scheduling decision. Um, I can't remember the last time we faced the Seahawks on week week one. Um, I typically don't like divisional matches in the first five weeks of the season. I feel like it builds better drama if they're later on because those games mean so much more to each team. Um, they are, for the most part, splitting up. Uh, we have a lot of divisional games early on and very late in the schedule. So um, uh, what do you make of the Seahawks this year? Do you think they're going to continue an upward trajectory? I know they were surprised last year. No one expected much out of them. I know we didn't expect much out of them. And granted to them, they had a remarkable draft last year, and they knocked every pick out of the park. Really great job by Pete Carroll. Uh, that team was fighting all the way. They shouldn't have made it to the playoffs. Uh, they shouldn't have beat us, but they did. And uh, uh, their playoff team, and uh, we had to face the playoff team week one. Yeah, so it, I I was kind of going to go what you were saying. I mean, yes, they shouldn't have won the last game, so they should, probably shouldn't have made it to the playoffs. So will they be as good? They'll probably be as good as they were. I don't know if they're going to – um, jump off the pages, um, but is the it, it, it is the NFC West? And it is it's a it's a hard division, um, and so going up the Seahawks, at, you know, in Seattle is going to be um, it's going to be a hard wrought fought. But uh, the the good thing about it is that we kind of get them done while it's still warm outside. So that is a benefit to the Rams um, that they are able to to play them, um, you know, outside and in warmer weather. Uh, mm-hmm. might be raining, but at least it'll be warm. Um, to kind of go on your take a little bit about the the half se- the the divisional games, I'm actually in favor of this. I felt like we were it was always like, all right, we got you know 49ers, then we have one or two games, then we have the 49ers again, and the same thing with the like. I felt they were sometimes too close together as far as when we were like back to back games that we were facing. So I do like the kind of spread out um 
you know, we don't, we have C, uh, San Francisco in week two, and then we don't follow them up till the end of the season. So I just think that, um, I think that does bring a little bit more drama into it because I think there will be more higher stakes, you know, as you get down towards the bottom. Yeah. You just look though, how like your season can be really put on a shaky footing. Like if we lose both of those games in the first two weeks and you're Owen two and you're own two in division, you're in a big hole. That's it. That can mess up your season pretty quickly. <clears throat> Um, I mean, especially I mean, shoot, if anyone we, gets injured. Yeah, I mean, you look at this. I mean, we'll go through each week, but you look at the first five weeks, and we have four playoff teams. Um, that is a that's a hard schedule, no matter who you are. Um, and for a Rams who had a not so great season last year, I mean, they are the underdogs. I feel. I think if once we go through this, and if you go look at like the betting odds, the Rams are only favored four or five games out of all of all 17 of the games they have to play. So you can tell that people are already betting against the Rams and betting against the Rams pretty heavily. So um, I think last week when the schedule was released and maybe it's still now that the Rams were like a five and a half underdogs to the Seattle Seahawks. So um, it is what it is, but I think the Rams have taken that mentality and they're, they're ready. They're ready for it. You've heard Sean McVay, you've heard Aaron Donald. They're, they're, let them let them call us the underdogs. We'll prove them wrong and let's move forward. Yeah. Um, d- do you think uh, this is a winnable game for the Rams C- coming out of the draft, coming out of the injured riddled year? Um, is it a winnable game? Do, do you see us winning this game? He, I, I'm gonna, you know, I say this every single time, and and I and I think people may you know, when we go do these breakdowns of each week, every week, every team is beatable. Every team is beatable. There is not, there is not a team out there who is unbeatable. Um, we, we've seen that. I mean, what, I think Tom Brady had one perfect season in his entire career. Um, and I, lost. I don't even, yeah. So it's, it's, it's one of those things where no one is perfect, not one team. Every team is beatable. So yes, they are a beatable team especially since we're coming off, you know, again, we still have to go through OTAs and training camp and preseason to make sure everyone continues to play healthy and be healthy. But if you have Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and Aaron Donald on the field, I think you have a way better chance of winning that ball game um, than without them. Yeah, I mean, you got to look at it at the fact that we should have beat them with Baker Mayfield without Cup and AD. Um yeah, we don't have Ramsey anymore, but like that defense for the Seahawks isn't great. Uh, yes, they have Tariq Woolen, but they're gonna have a bunch of rookies around him, and the chances of them hitting on all of them it's it's very slim. It, it doesn't typically happen. Uh, you look at that. It, you look at the fact that it will Geno Smith have like a continued success in the NFL after a year. A lot of QBs only have like one great year or one good year and just fall off a cliff. Uh, It's been very well known to happen. I'm not going to say like that will definitely happen. I, I just think the Rams pull off a win here. Um, And um, I tend to be the pessimist of both of us. 
I do think this Rams offense will be a lot better than people expect. I don't think they're going to be top 10. I think they're going to be borderline top 10. I think they're going to be at that 11 to 12 mark, fighting and scratching to be. Uh, whether or not they are top 10 is going to be all reliant on wide receiver two. And uh, if we can get some guy to pop off there. And Correct. if I think, I think can make a step, he's going to yeah, have I mean, to make our, a step. Our defense is going to be the, the most extreme bend don't break that we've seen in a very long time. And our offense is going to have to carry this defense. Like the defense has carried the Rams almost for the last two seasons, even in the Super Bowl run. The defense was there to pick up the pieces when the when the wheels were falling apart, and we saw that through the nasty November, um, into the playoffs and into the Super Bowl run. Well, December so, was bad for the offense. Like people do not remember this because of that playoff run. Uh, those last four games, we only had one you could say realistically good offensive game, and that was the 49ers game. The rest of them, like I was there watching the Ravens game. Our offense was t- trash until that last drive, just complete yeah. trash. And our defense, the the only difference was our defense started improving after November into December, and that's why we won games was because our I defense mean, was getting stops. Our offense improved too, and you know playing the Jags kind of helped that out. Uh, but like people forget, like uh, our offense yeah. wasn't hotcakes that time sure. of year yeah no i mean even even in that rusty like i went to the titans game in that november and the defense was fine but the Oof. offense kept putting them into bad positions you know you can't just you you can't fumble the ball or uh throw an interception in the 10 yard line on your opposing team like like that's that's not okay your, your defense can only do so much and it like you know you stretch the field your defense can play you put them on a short field you know, it's a little bit more difficult. And yet they, multiple times, even in that game, they did hold, they just can't hold forever. So, um, so it's going to be interesting, but let's move on to week two and talk about this, the Rams first uh, home game for the regular season. And that will be against the 49ers. Uh, I think they win this game off of momentum from the week before. I think our, it's kind of like that um, monkey off your back, like how we were beating the Cardinals so consistently uh, in the regular season until, what, last year, uh, where they they knocked us off. And um, I feel like the 49ers are going to struggle with QBs the first half of the season. Um, and I think that's going to be something this young defense is going to really need and AD is going to get pressure. And I really don't think uh, these quarterbacks will, will be able to handle the pressure. And I think our defense actually scores in this game. Um, yeah. I would agree with you. It's, it's, it's going to come down to who's the quarterback. And again, you have to be able to the 49ers have been so good with having a quarterback who can just manage the field. They don't have to be the best passer. They don't have to, you know, they don't have to have legs. They don't have to do any of that. You know, they don't have to make extraordinary plays. They don't have to, you know, they just have to manage the ball, you know, short passes, you know, dink and dunk, you know, five, 10 yards, you know, maybe a 15 and a 20, you know, randomly put out there. Um, But, you know, depending on how Purdy's doing, 
Um, Trey Lance, I'm not super if he's worried back. about. If he's back, you know, Trey Lance, I'm not super worried about. Uh, they, they picked up what, Sam, Sam Darnold? Is that who they picked up? So I'm not really worried about him as well. Um, you know, I'm worried about Shanahan um, just because he's, you know, he, he's good. He's a good coach, and he's always been, you know, kind of a. I mean, he preps for our games more than any playoff games. It's pretty right. Clear. And I, yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I think that's going to be the challenge. So you know, I it, this one is going to be a tricky one. It always is a tricky one. Um, we'll just. Have to it's going to be a close game. I, I'm not saying we're going to blow them out. I just think with the momentum, I think we'll end up beating uh, them that game. Yes. So week three, Monday night football against the Bengals. Uh, who you got in, will you make up this Super Bowl rematch? I know your family's looking forward to this game, trying to get that uh, Super Bowl game out of the head. Yes, you know, got all of my merch and wearing my Super Bowl because I knew we were going to have this conversation. Um, yeah, so this is one the one of two um, – this is one of the two games that the um, Rams have in primetime uh, Monday night football in Cincinnati, uh, the rematch of, you know, the Super Bowl just two years ago. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a all out brawl. I think the Bengals really want to, um, they're going to want this one, you know, they didn't get the big one, but they, this will be second place if they can, if they can come out and make a win of this. So. Um, so I, I think the Bengals will edge this one out. All my family who are probably going to maybe watch this, you know, they'll probably say, what is he saying? But um, I do think that this is going to be a challenge for them. Um, and I think the Bengals just have, they have what they have, what it takes. They have the personnel, they have the players, they have the weapons. Um, they, you know, they just picked up some of the Rams defensive players, um, you know, AKA Nick Scott. So, I'm um, really disappointed that they have him. Uh, so, um, so yeah. So I, I think it's going to be a loss, but I will be there. So um, that that's going to be something we'll talk about. Is we're going to have some meetups, so we're really excited about that. But I will be at that game. I will have a Bengal season ticket holders ticket uh, as my entry. So, you know, Rams fans, there is that that for us. Um, so yeah, so really, really looking forward to this game. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be a loud environment. Um, so really, really looking forward to this game. What about you? How do you feel about this game? We're going to get blown out. I think this game is going to be where our reality of the season starts to take in. Uh, we would have had a surprising week one win. Uh, a week two win that gets a lot of people on the more positive side of spectrum. I think this one's going to rip our souls. They're going to be so hungry and this defense is going to get just completely obliterated by Bengals team. That isn't just hungry, but has stars all over the field. Uh, Like rookies are going to just get, they're just going to get taken advantage of. Uh, Jamar Chase, I could see him getting like two, three touchdowns this game. I just, I think it's going to be a game where we just get completely wiped out. And I think it's going to put this team on a bad trajectory. And this is where my pessimism pessimism starts coming in on the pod. 
Yeah, I mean, our, de- our defensive line is going to have to hold. Um, we're going to, you know, who, you know, we're going to have to look at our edge players to really put pressure on that quarterback and to to help alleviate that secondary, just like I've been saying over the last several weeks. Um, so we're really just going to have to, we're going to have to figure that out. And um, we're, we're going to have to rely more on our defensive front, our linebackers, um, our edge pieces, just, just because of our, um, you know, just. Our, but that means Byron Young has to work out. Like at at minimum, he has to match Leonard Floyd's production, which sure. is not an easy feat. Uh, yeah. Like Floyd was a good player; he's overpaid, but a good player. Um, can he match just that? And like, it, you can't always assume best case scenario. We want to like I I definitely will love if he's a five star player, like a can't miss hall of fame level talent like i would love that i just don't think that's going to be the realistic expectation and with that like who else on this team has experience getting to the quarterback no one no we have some good rotational defensive ends defensive tackles we do like marquise copeland really good rotational piece like the problem is we have a bunch of rotational pieces around Aaron Donald that can stop the run but not a single guy who can get to the quarterback and other um, than Aaron Donald other than Aaron Donald and the problem is if the other team puts three people on him like I'm not gonna blame Aaron Donald for not doing anything like the rest of the team has to take advantage of their matchups and they haven't in the last few years like uh, the only real, the only thing that again, like I said, every team is beatable, and like I, I, I said at the beginning, I think the Bengals will win this, but the Bengals could also get too cocky, and they could, they could, you know, they could bite themselves in the butt, which they've done several times um, in recent history. So um, I definitely you think don't that, get cocky like, with the team that beat you in the Super Bowl, though. You don't. I, but I think you, they're going to take the Rams seriously. They have to. I, I think that's what the Bengals have to do. And if, you know, if they don't, they're going to be in trouble. And that's where, that's what my point is, is, you know, they could say, well, they had a bad season last year. They've lost all these players, blah, 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 blah. You know, we're the, we're the young bucks. Now we're going to take over this team. Um, You know, if they start having that mentality, I think they're going to start slipping a little bit. So keep an eye on, on that. But um, the Bengals are definitely, they're out for blood. Um, And I think that, you know, they will take the W. Uh, Let's talk about, uh, a game that I think both of us are planning to attend and we'll uh, actually be hanging out and doing stuff in person, and that's against the Colts. Uh, just down the road from you, I know uh, you're excited to go and watch this game. I'm excited to go and be able to see uh, uh, Indianapolis and kind of go around the town, see some awesome food. Uh, I hear uh, you guys have good barbecue so uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be a it's a short, crazy week. Um, you know, it's six days after the Bengals, and so however that outcome comes, um, unclear what they're going to do. They usually, I mean, typically, even with if it's within the same week, they usually do fly back to LA to kind of rest. But this is kind of an, an even more condensed uh, time frame than even that even before. So. We'll see what they do, um, but there's there's only an hour and a half difference between 
uh, Paycor Stadium and Lucas Oil Stadium. So um, it, it's just it's going to be interesting to see how that works out. But um, but yeah, so they face the Colts, and so they get to they'll either get to see um, what is it, Richard Anderson? Is that what his name is? Um, yep. Or from uh, Florida. From Florida, which I probably by this point they'll put him in. Um, if not, they'll face off with Manchu. So um, it's just going to be it's going to be interesting. Um, uh, you know, obviously it's going to depend on how the outcome goes with Cincinnati, but um, I think this one is going to be a W. Um, I think there's there's realistically there are a few games that I think you can definitely think that could be Ws, but I think this would be a rebound game for the Rams, um, especially from the the prior defeat. Yes, I agree. I either I'm like fifty fifty between a win and a tie. Um, I think, man, I we haven't had a tie in forever, and I I just have that feeling it's going to be this season. I I don't know. Yeah, I mean the 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 Rams have always played well against the Colts. Um, I have always. Yeah. I mean, since you know, for the last, I mean, twelve fifteen years, they've always played really well, and. So we'll see if that streak continues. Um, they don't play them very often, but when they do, they, they do play them well. So uh, the last game, I think, the, for the Super Bowl run um, was the closest they've been in a long time to almost losing. So, um, yep, yeah, we almost uh, choked the lead, which uh, we have definitely done before. Uh, yep. But you know who choked the lead last year? The Colts against the Vikings. So got to. Yes. I mean, the the Colts are just, the Colts are just a weird team. Um, They keep losing players and gaining players and they grab veteran players who are only around for a year. And um, so I think they they have the most QBs in the last like 10 years. Oh, oh yeah. Out of any team. Yeah. Since uh, Andrew Luck, they've had, it's just been a revolving door. So um, hopefully they found their QB for the future. Um, You know, for all my, friends who are Colts fans who live in Indiana, you know, I, I hope that they do have some success, just not on that night or that morning for LA people. Cause it is a 10, 10 AM game uh, for those who are in LA um, one o'clock for those who are on the East coast. So a lot of 10 Richardson o'clock games. Richardson is very, very raw. Like, super oh, I mean, he's, raw. I mean, he's 20. So he's the youngest quarterback of the draft. Uh, and going to be the youngest quarterback on the field. So, like, um, athletically, very gifted, very gifted. But man, he is—he's worse at throwing than Lamar was when he came out, like by by far. Uh, so, and people are giving Lamar crap. Like, they're going to have to do a very heavy, like RPO style offense his first year. Like, maybe he grows into it. Uh, not. Uh, Duncan on the guy at all. I definitely think he has talent, but uh, it should be an interesting challenge for the Rams. Uh, next I've game all- against a Super Bowl appearing team against the Eagles. Uh, yeah, Zach, I think the Eagles are going to beat us. Uh, they're a great team. Loaded roster. Howie Roseman has done a fantastic job through the draft and trades of uh, building up his team. I I definitely could uh, see them uh, blown us out, but I think we just lose by 10 points or so. I, I just think this is a, a, a loss in uh, for a team that's 
trying to stay above 500 at this point in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, you know, these guys are going to be the ones to watch out for to lead the NFC um, again. Um, you know, yeah. with Aaron Rodgers, with Aaron Rodgers leaving, uh, that kind of frees up a little bit for the Green Bay from, you know, the Lions may actually take that division this year, which would be interesting. Um, they should. So they should, uh, whether they roster do or not. That was, yeah. Roster wise, yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, again, I think any team is beatable as long as you contain the quarterback. Um, and, you know, if you can contain a mobile quarterback, which the Rams are actually pretty successful at doing, um, then it shouldn't, it shouldn't be a problem. The Rams big weakness is the dink and dunk quarterbacks um, because the Rams seem to just let it because they have that. Yeah. They, I mean, they have the bend dot break mentality. So as long like they'll just keep letting them have short gains and they'll stop them at the, um, you know, they'll that's shop, why stop Jimmy, them at the, that's why Jimmy G turns into Tom Brady against us. Like that's all he can yeah. do. Like he, he's like, I, I can't throw a deep downfield. Like, <laughs> and so if you're relying on Hertz to just do the deep throws or running the ball himself, I think the Rams can do a good job at stopping that. So I think, I think your point is valid where I think they're going to lose. The Rams are going to lose, uh, but it's going to be a tighter game, you know, mm-hmm. 10. I don't think they're going to lose more than 10. Uh, just yeah. because of that mentality. So I think it's um, going to surprise like the outside NFL like bubble where like they're going to expect the Eagles to blow us out. I think we do match up well against them defensively in some pieces. Uh, it, the question is, can we outscore them? And, you know, in my opinion, Zach uh, Stafford is the best QB in the NFC right now by far. The question is, can he stay healthy? Can our line rebound after a terrible year? Uh, people don't remember our line has been pretty good since McVeigh has been here. Uh, can it get back to being better? And um, can we have that wide receiver too? Uh, those are unknowns that me knew. Like, unfortunately, we can't see the future. We would definitely have more money than we have now if we could. Uh, so definitely can't predict if the Rams offense uh, will be able to do all three of those things. But if they do, uh, this could be a upset game, but I don't think it will be right now. Yeah. So let's let's kind of uh, we're going to let's speed around the next three because we'll we'll kind of talk about we'll talk about Arizona again. But next one's at Arizona at home. Um, you know, we'll they have them. no. Murray. I think that's a, Yeah, I think it's it's. It's. I think that's going to be the easier win of the the year. Uh, they're just such in discombobulation that, yikes! I, I don't even know what to say about them. Um, then the following week, again another home week, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, it, this, this is, is one of those ones again where, where where you don't have they don't have a quarterback. I mean, you know, if you're going to let your defense win the game, maybe, but um, I just I just don't see. What they have this going one on. will be a win if our offense is what I think it will be around 11 or 12 or higher. If you're below 15, this is going to be a rough game. Uh, definitely. Even if their offense is bad, I just think like their defense is so good. And Mike Tomlin is so great at defensive schemes. Like what they did to us in 2018 when we were the best offense in the league by far none uh, outside of the Chiefs. 
like the Steelers just shut us down and gave everyone else the blueprint on how to beat us. So, yeah, I I definitely think uh, this will be a win. Uh, but if our offense at all is stuttering or if Cup gets hurt or anything like that, uh, def- definitely could be an L. Yep. Um, and then we go back into week eight with the Dallas Cowboys at Dallas. Um, yeah, so again, it's one of those situations where the, the Cowboys are just all over the map. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, sometimes they're horrible, sometimes they're horrendous um, with with the same personnel going in and in. So um, it is in Dallas, so it could be a little trickier. But again, I think that this will be a W. They're having problems with their kicker, apparently. So um, unless they get that all straightened out, um, I think that this could be a good win for us. Uh, I always have a role every year. You need to have one game that you think you're going to lose that you end up winning and vice versa. Every team, I believe, statistically has one game that they should lose that they win and the opposite. Uh, this is that one game that I think no one thinks we're going to win that I do think we uh, eke out a win uh, somehow. And week nine, the most controversial game of the probably the Rams organization um, with playing in Green Bay on November 5th in week nine um, at Green Bay. Um, Seemed like the Rams organization and Demoff were really trying to um, get uh, get them to stop putting Green Bay games in Green Bay in the later half of the year when cold weather starts to hit. It is not probably the coldest they have to place when they go into December, January, but um, it is going to be a challenge. Uh, But Stafford should be used to it. As far as a quarterback goes, he should be used to it. Yeah, but he played in a dome in Detroit, so it's like... Right, but he still had to play... He still had to play the... uh, He still had to play the divisional teams. He still had to play Green Bay. He still had to play Chicago. You know, he's still, I mean, Minnesota was, is a dome too. So that's that, but you know, four games of year, he had to, he had to at least play outside and presumably cold weather. I mean, if it's later in the year, I, so he, he probably played one, two games in very cold weather once a year or twice a year, at least, uh, Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think it's we win this one. I I think the Packers are going to be a mess this year just because Jordan Love isn't going to probably pan out. Um, I think they're going to roll with him and hope he grows with the season, and I just don't see it with the kid. But, you know, we'll see. And maybe he's a, the next Brett Favre, and somehow the Packers have got a third Hall of Famer in a row. Uh, but yeah. – you know, uh, we'll see. I just don't think it will be that. Yeah, I mean, when we way. look at this, I mean, it, it, it's hard to go through these because, I mean, we, we're going to go through these and we'll, we've probably said that they're going to win 10 of these games. And it's just going to be one of those things where it's like, we, we don't know. I, I, every team is beatable. Every team is beatable. Depends on how healthy they are, if the quarterback's in, if the quarterback's out. You never know. Um, yeah. So, you know, we may seem optimistic, but at the same time, it's like, you know, 
Kyler Murray, we have to face him twice. Jordan Love, Once we have no idea who the we have no idea who the quarterback for the 49ers will be. Um, we I don't even yeah, know who the, the quarterback NFC for the is Pittsburgh really, Steelers right now. So the NFC is super super weak this year, like the weakest it's been in the last decade. And uh, I don't think people are taking that into account. Again, let, let's wait until we get to the other games, uh, and yep. then we'll see more about our predictions. But uh, it isn't all rosies or, like, positive for me for the rest of the way. Uh, so next game, Zach, uh, well, there's a bye week at week 10. Decent bye Which week. Which I like. I love. I'm, I'm okay with this. I hate the early, like – week five or six buys like get out of here with that no one should have a that early of a bye week and then uh week 11 we face the seahawks uh at home i think this will be a loss uh i think the seahawks will be desperate at this point i think their season will be going kind of in a negative light i think they're gonna at this point only have four or yeah, probably around three or four wins, and they're going to need a win, and I think they knock us off here. Yeah, so for me, um, I don't know. I, I honestly could see for some reason that we win this game at home and then we lose the next game um, for freakish reasons. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think we should win all home games, but – um, you know, the, the other thing that we haven't really talked about, um, is Bobby Wagner is back on their team for this, for this season. Um, you know, he may bring some Intel of how the Rams play their D and that may give Geno Smith a little bit more, um, uh, of an opportunity to, to make some plays, especially making some adjustments from, you know, week one to week 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, next is Cardinals. Uh, it's going to be when, I mean, like we said, they're kind of a mess. Uh, Kyler Murray will be back, but wouldn't have been playing for long. He's a very accident-prone type of QB, especially when he plays the Rams. Uh, yeah, I just don't think they're in a position to really win a game this year against us, uh, unless if our team is falling apart. Yeah. Uh, Then after that is the Browns. I think this is a loss. I think they're going to also be a really desperate team with not a lot of wins, trying to stay in competition for the AFC North. Uh, I don't think Watson is good at all, but I think he'll be better than last year. Uh, And that team is going to have average offense. I think their defense is going to be surprisingly good. A lot of good pickups in the draft. So I definitely think, Zach, this can be a loss that fans don't see coming. Yeah, and it very well, very well may be. Um, again, you know, it, it is a home game. Uh, they can't win every home game. But, you know, I think this this does lean a little bit better towards the Rams only because they're not going to be playing in Cleveland. Um, so, again, We'll, 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 once we dive down and I get into their roster and things like that, I'll be able to give a better prediction, but um, we'll move on for now. Yep. Uh, and then at the Ravens, 
I will most likely be able to go to this game, Zach. I'm going to try my hardest. Uh, Raven's not that far from where I live. And uh, really great fans. So if you live near the Raven Stadium, definitely go. They were fantastic when we went last time. It does help that uh, game-winning and drive, Zach, that did help my experience a little bit uh, when I thought they were going to lose the whole game because uh, Stafford threw pick six on the very – I think it was the first play of the game or – our first drive definitely uh so that ruined the mood early on but great food great fans i would definitely recommend it yeah uh so baltimore it's gonna be the toughest it's gonna be the toughest of the second half i think um i think that again you know when you look at some of the teams that we're facing we've talked about the Bengals that we both kind of agree it's gonna be a loss the eagles that this is gonna be a loss um i think this we didn't face lamar last time we did not face Lamar, and I so I think this one could be a loss or will be a loss. I mean, you're gonna have you're gonna have Lamar, you're gonna have OBJ on that team. Um, they have weapons, they they got players. Um, I think that this is, I think the Bengals should be scared of this team, um, and I think that they are. I think OBJ the is gonna Rams. want I, the Rams. What what did I say? The Rams should be afraid of this team. Well, I mean, I, I was more also talking about the Bengals too, because the Bengals. Oh yeah, in like, the north, because I got you. because they're in the division too. But I think yeah. the, the Rams definitely will be scared. But I think the Bengals, as far as like leading the division and trying to get back to that, you know, Super Bowl uh, opportunity again, I think the the Ravens will be their big uh, threat in the north. So um, yeah, I definitely still had nightmares about that 2019 Ravens game. Oh, that was. Yeah, I'm glad I wasn't there. Uh, that was heartbreak. That was hard to watch on TV. And like I said, like the final drive was great, but um, it was really. It's one of those. In that year, was it was one of those years where it was like it was hard to watch every game. Like you felt like you you could not have a relaxing game that whole entire season, and that one was just again, um, you were panicking. I think that's going to be this year. Uh, this year is going to be very close to 2019. Every game. Outside of a few blowouts, not in our favor, uh, will be like close, and I don't think a lot of them will tip our way. Uh, I think I just, we lose this game too. I just hope we have some fun drives. Like I'm tired of boring, like you know, three and outs. Like let's yeah, do something. Last year was miserable because our offense was so bad. Like we couldn't do anything in the second half of the year. It was just boring TV. Like yeah. our defense was just letting 15 yard passes constantly with like 20 yard buffers. Like I can deal with that. If when the Rams come on, like it's some electricity, even if we don't score a touchdown, we're like moving down the field, but it was like three and out, three and out, three and out turnover, three and out, turn (laughs) it. Let's, let's do something. Let's take the ball down the field. Something like, let's just make it a little bit more electric. Like, you know, the, the Super Bowl run again, a lot of the games in between that were not as electric, but you know, um, the Super Bowl one was fun. The pl- every playoff game was fun, and it was uh, it was exciting to watch every game. So let's hope the Rams can like at least get their offense to a place where you know we're making good plays, we're making good throws, and you know, fun catches, things like that. Uh, Washington comes home uh, to play us. So what you who you have there? <clears throat> um, who's the quarterback for Washington right now? Uh, you know? That's a good question because I don't think they really announced. Uh, they uh, didn't cause... draft one. 
Uh, they do have the rookie from out of North Carolina, I believe, that they got last year. Uh, they may. So win. I'm going to put a TBD on this. I, I think just because of confusion, I think the Rams should win uh, based on that. But again, <laughs> like I said, we'll, we'll do a better breakdown videos of each one of these and we'll dive into the rosters. Their defense um, has been a roller coaster. Uh, I just know because they're a local team here. So I get a lot of Washington coverage and I do watch. Uh, it's the only game on here uh, on local TV. So I do see them a good amount. Their our defense was atrocious last year, but the year before that, they had a really good defense, um, and people don't realize that. And if they can recapture that, I think they yeah. could be a sneaky team. Uh, they were in a really hard division, too, last year, and people don't remember that the NFC East was a murderer's row last year. Like, I, there was a good argument that all three of those teams should have made, or all four should have made the playoffs. Uh so uh, I think Washington beats us too. Okay. And uh, then, week six- uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Week sixteen, our uh, last and second um, primetime game is Thursday night football against the New Orleans New Orleans Saints. Man, um, it's going to be a short week, going from you know four days. Uh, from Commanders to the Saints. What are your thoughts about that? I am looking forward to a full week of Saints fans complaining about the non-call. Jeez Louise, that's been, what, five years now? Like, let's move on. Yep, and they uh, haven't learned a thing about it since, even though they got the ball three times after that non-call. There's like, what, four players from that team still there, and none of them probably were even playing? Or Aaron Donald was playing, but... Other than Aaron Donald and probably Havenstein. So other than those two, there was no other players probably playing on that team playing. Because yep. Cooper Cup was injured, so he wasn't in there. Like no. Okay. So Saints are gonna be crybabies. All right, let's move on. Um and week 17, we have a New Year's Eve game against the Giants. That should be fun. Game, so yeah. Yeah, uh, and this is the other team we've historically had really good success against, uh, at least in recent years, especially at MetLife. Like, I feel like every time we go MetLife, we just smack them. Um, I do like their coaching staff uh, now. I feel like they've kind of struggled with coaching staff up until uh, last year. And uh, bringing in Brian Dayball, uh, he's done wonders for their offense. I think their offense has gotten even better. They feel started to fill good holes in defense. Uh, yeah, Zach, I, I think that's going to be a hard one to win. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard, you know, not just personnel-wise, but depending on how the weather situation goes. Because, again, weather affects everything. Um, you know, we saw how the Bills did against the Bengals last year. Um, was that last year? I think that was last year. Um, you know, the Bengals should not have had as much success as the, they, as they did because for some reason the bills couldn't do anything. So, um, it all going to be how the, how the game plays out. Um, but I do agree. I think that this probably would lean more towards a Giants win. Mm-hmm. And the Rams in the season against the 49ers at the Bay. And I think they get revenge on us and, uh, pull off a dub to uh, push their uh, late season hopes. 
So this is all going to come down to what the, I think I, again, it's hard to predict after 18 weeks. Cause it's, you know, it's easier once we'll have the set once we're at week 17 to know what the stats are, because again, it, it all, it all is going to depend on what the outcome is going to be. If the Rams is a must win to get into the playoffs, I think we're going to see a different team than if they either make the playoffs or they have no shot to make the playoffs or they're trying to keep the 49ers from making the playoffs. Like you have all these different scenarios that I think they will play differently or have a different mindset to themselves. Um, So again, I think it's a winnable game, but because it is in San Francisco, it's in the last game of the year. There's going to be probably a lot on the line for this. I'm going to say that it's going to be more of a 49ers leading uh, win. Mm -hmm. Uh, So in total, I have the Rams going eight and nine. Um, I'm very like, I'm torn between seven and eight wins. Uh, I do think there's a possibility for nine, depending on how the season goes. Uh, but you know, I, I need to see the offense in the first three weeks, uh, and see how they rebound. I think that's going to answer a lot of questions for this team. Uh, really set the tone for the rest of the season. Uh, that's going to be very important. Uh, if this team can get out of our first five weeks, three and two, I think they will be prepared for the rest of the season to be very successful. And if it's even better than three and two, I think that's going to be a sign that this team is has been so like very much underestimated. Uh, but yeah, I no. I agree with everything. I think what you're, I agree what you're saying. I think that we do have a possibility to even get to that 10, uh, that 10 win mark. Um, I, I do see some instances where I think we, we can scrap together enough to, to get that working, especially like you said, if we can get our offense really clicking. Um, I definitely think that we have a better shot to, to enter into that 10 game win and even probably even getting a wild card spot. Um, you never know. We could even win the division out. Um, I don't think our division is, overpowered to say that i think the 40 like like we could still you know do damage enough to win out the nfc west so uh i'm not saying it's impossible or it's plausible i'm just saying i i I see an avenue that we could get there uh yeah it's not like when division with chiefs right like a in if we were in the AFC West, I'd be like nah we're we're not winning division this year there's almost any chance you're, you're talking about, you look at who's all, you ha, you have the quarterbacks. You have unknown, you have either Purdy, Purdy Donald, or Trey Lance. Um, you have Geno Smith, you have Matthew Stafford, and uh, you have Kyler Murray. Um, those are your, those are the quarterbacks that you have in the NFC West. And again, you know, again, you know, us bias, we probably will always say Matthew Stafford 100% of the time, but you have one team. He's who won has no idea what, games. Yeah, none of the other QBs have, other than Purdy, but 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 in the but in the instance it's it's like you know Geno Smith, maybe maybe you have no idea what's happening with San Francisco. Kyler Murray has proven himself again and again that it's just something something is not working. Whether it was the coaching staff and maybe something will happen or. There is something just wrong with the situation. It was definitely coaching staff. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury was a clown. (laughs) 
watched. Yep. Okay. Uh, he he can spend his one way ticket uh, out of the country. Um, a very and, rich clown that I will yeah. never match up to money wise. So like, it. Who am I to judge? But you know, I I'm just saying I I thought he was terrible. So uh, so even if we mind. even if we do have nine ten wins, we could still be better than. The rest of the NFC West. Um, so we'll we'll kind of see how it plays out, and obviously eight, eight and nine NFC team can make the wild card this year for sure. Oh yeah, for De- sure, definitely. Uh, De- depending on how tiebreakers work out. Yeah, so I it's it's one of those things where I really think that the the Rams have that opportunity to to make a playoff spot. I'm really against people that just want to just be like, Hey, the, the Rams should just tank so they can get a good draft pick next year. Oh, that's man. not, let's remember the Rams don't play in round one. They really don't play in round one. So I don't really know why we want to be like, let's tank and let's get X, Y, or Z player uh, in the first round next year. I, the Rams so- want to, the Rams are still building their LA brand. And to keep having a losing season is not successful for that brand. And not to mention Sean McVay just doesn't have the mentality of like wanting to lose. So he's going to try his hardest to win every game. And I think a big thing is like people who were like tank for Caleb Williams. uh, Do you guys not understand if Snead has the number one overall pick, he's more likely to trade it away and get a big haul kind of like the bears got, uh, then just take Caleb Williams, uh, especially yeah, with Stafford this... under contract. They are not – I think there's a good chance, unless if Stafford gets hurt and, like, retires, that's the one case I could see them going for, like, Caleb Williams with number one overall pick. Outside of that, I think there's a very low likelihood that we get him at number one overall. And you're going to have to get number one to get him. Yeah, I mean, you have Cooper Cup, you have Matthew Stafford, you have Aaron Donald. You have you have players who don't want to lose. These players don't want to lose every week. They want it. They want to increase their value because they know that they're other than those three, you, they'll know they'll they'll probably be playing for a different team in the near future. Um, so they're all trying to put their best foot forward, and um, they're going to try their best to win. And I think that, like you said, every team is beatable. They just have to execute it. Um, and we'll, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not going to say. I think they could get 10 wins. I don't know how many I said uh, back and forth. But um, I think it. I think somewhere in that 8 to 10 range um, is probably where I I think them. you were at 10. Okay. So, so, yeah. I mean, I definitely knew four games that I would say were definite losses um, or more potential losses. So, um, you yeah, know, we'll see how it goes. Um, all right. Do you have anything else you want to discuss before we kind of wrap this thing up? Uh, nope, guys. Uh, stay tuned. We'll probably go into undrafted free agents next, next episode. Sorry for getting this out to you guys a little late. We are going to do it on a schedule release night. Uh, I got sick. Uh, I'm still recovering a little bit, so I apologize for the voice quality, but you know, uh, got to get better and I feel a little bit better now. And I'm just happy to uh, see the Rams have a set schedule. I can start making plans and uh, we can start going to see, see some games, Zach, and it should be a lot of fun. 
this is going to be a fun season. Um, you know, I, like you said, you know, this is the time that's awesome. Um, we got the schedule. We now have, we can now plan things. We can plan when we're going to meet up and, you know, we have, to, you know, the, the East coast Rams podcast will be at three or four games maybe this year. So um, yeah. it's really exciting that we're going to be able to do this, you know, whether we're together when we go to the Colts game or we're doing, we're kind of, you know, taking the podcast with us while, you know, I'm in Cincy and you're in uh, Baltimore. So this, I'm just super excited of where we're taking this. And I hope everyone is getting something out of it. And hopefully we can be able to do the meetups. Um, we'll be breaking down every single one of these games, uh, you know, until preseason starts. Um, so I'll be on the lookout for those. But yeah, like Ashton said, I think next week we'll do the undrafted free agents, kind of see what the roster's at right now as they enter training camp. Um, I think it's going to be, it's going to be fun. It's going to be so fun. So yeah, if you like the content, please like and subscribe to this podcast. Um, you know, we are on YouTube. So youtube.com slash at East Coast Rams. You can find us on Twitter at East Coast Rams. Uh, find us on every podcast app you can think of. Podcatcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, take the RSS feed from one and insert it into another. Uh, there's there's a many ways that you can get to us and you can like and subscribe to all of them to help boost our numbers up even further. So uh, we really appreciate everyone who does come out and listen to us. Uh, you can see our, whoop, this way, this, whoop, this way, you can find um, all of our uh, Twitter accounts. Uh, that's where you'll find us. And that's kind of where we, we do most of our discussions uh, with other Rams fans and give our inputs when we're not on the, on our video or audio versions of the podcast. So Ashton, it has been great to do this with you once again. Anything else you want to say before we head out? Nope. Uh, just uh, follow us on Twitter and subscribe and like on YouTube if you don't mind. If you like the content, uh, we're always posting hot takes out there and you're posting awesome pictures of your children doing silly and fun stuff. Yes, and they'll be able to come to the Rams game. They're going to come to the Colts game too. So it's going to be super exciting to at least two of them. Two of them are old enough to actually understand and participate, like watch and understand football. So uh, it'll be very exciting for that. Um, I will keep keep posting my photos of them as well. So definitely check us out on on our on our Twitter feeds. Um, communicate with us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. If you want to be a guest on the show, you could also. Uh, let us know that too. Uh, yep. You can email us at feedback at East Coast Rams, or you can DM us at our at East Coast Rams Twitter account. That will yeah. Wrap if it you up. guys, oh. if you guys DM us at East Coast Rams, be patient because we don't check the DMs of that Twitter page as much as our personal. So if you want to get our attention a little bit quicker, just personally DM one of us, and uh, we'll get back to you. Yep. That's awesome. So uh, with that, I think that's going to wrap it up, Ramley. We'll see you guys next time.